Welcome to the Train With Abs podcast where I talk about everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, health, mental health, business, you name it, we talk about it. I'm going to be releasing a new episode every single Monday so make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to it depending what your viewing is on so that you can make sure to never miss an episode. You probably will know me from my Instagram, which is abs underscore eats with three S's. I have my YouTube and TikTok as well if you want to head over and follow those if you don't already. And my business, Train With Abs, which has its own Instagram account with that handle as well. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Any suggestions I'm always happy to take. Just feel free to message me them on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I have to apologise that we didn't have one last week but we are back and better than ever. So today we're going to be talking about fat loss strategies, three in particular. I did like a question box on my Instagram asking kind of things that you guys want me to talk about in my podcast and kind of how to stick to a cut was one of the big ones or how to stick to a fat loss phase, calorie deficit, whatever you want to call it. So I thought an interesting route to take on that would be to talk about some strat loss strat loss fat loss there we go strategies so the three i'm going to talk about today are calorie cycling diet breaks and refeed days i'll kind of give you a bit of a definition of or at least my definition of all of them explain how to implement them when to implement them and give some positives and negatives because they're not all going to be for everyone some of these may really not work for you some may be fantastic it just totally depends and uh, totally depends also on the situation and how long you're cutting for etc but hopefully it's helpful and uh, I do think that a lot of these can be used strategically to help you to stick to your cut. So first one I'm going to talk about is calorie cycling. So what is calorie cycling? It is having some days of higher calories, some days of lower calories but the idea is that your weekly average is still a deficit. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you needed 2000 calories to be in a deficit but you wanted some lower days and some higher days. So maybe you had 1,900 calories for five days of the week, say Monday to Friday, to give you a bit more flexibility on the weekend and those extra 500 calories you could have maybe all on Saturday and have 2,500 and then back to 2,000 on Sunday or you could split them between the two. It doesn't really matter but the idea is although you've had those slightly lower days and you've had the higher days, it means that your average is still the 2,000 so in theory you should be still in a deficit and you still should be losing fat so that is kind of essentially what calorie cycling is and if you are going to implement it typically people kind of tend to start it and stick to it so use it throughout their cut and every week they have some form of calorie cycling but you can also use it as a, a one-off so for example you had um it was your birthday on saturday and you wanted some more calories and you wanted to track i mean arguably just take your birthday off tracking but let's use that as an example you wanted more calories on that day so you can do what I said and kind of have slightly less on some days and then have a lot more flexibility on that Saturday so that's kind of when you would use it and then it's up to you if you use it kind of every week or just some weeks it doesn't really matter too much so some benefits of doing that why the hell would you want to do calorie cycling well I think a big obvious one is to have a bit more flexibility of course you know, we're not robots we're not all necessarily going to want or need the same calories every single day so just from a social perspective especially if your social group kind of eat out a lot and drink a lot then maybe it's going to be really useful for you to have a bit more room for more calories on certain days and then also just in general sometimes you just want to have a bit more flexibility maybe you want your Friday night takeaway and that's going to fit into your deficit calories a bit easier if you can do some calorie cycling so more flexibility I think is number one Um, and that also links to potentially making it easier to adhere to your deficit because 
if you're having a day on, say, for example, 2,500 calories, that probably really doesn't feel like you're dieting at all. So some people really get along with that where they feel like they have some days where they've got to grind a bit harder and kind of struggle a little bit more to stick to their calories but then those days where they have a hell of a lot more freedom and it doesn't even feel like they're in a deficit um so obviously kind of that's a big one and it does make it a bit more realistic in terms of that rather than saying you're going to have exactly the same calories every single day um another big benefit would be that it can help with your performance and your recovery with your training if you mirror it with your training so for example say you were going to have two higher days a week two medium days and two lower days maybe you'd put the two Uh, it's not six days in a week but you know along those lines um the two heavier days or the two harder days with your training you would probably put the most calories so you can have a bit more energy to smash those sessions and recover from them a little bit better obviously that doesn't necessarily work if you put it on the two days where you are doing your easier sessions or maybe you are not training i mean i'm not going to necessarily get into calorie requirements on rest days because you could argue that you need just as much if not more calories on rest days sometimes but if we're talking directly in terms of having the best training session you can have typically if you can have a bit more food on that day the session's going to go a little bit better as long as you time it right in terms of training not just kind of smashing a load of calories before you go into the gym and want to throw them back up so you could argue that on that side of things as well if you're kind of deep into a deficit you've been doing it for a good number of weeks you're a bit fatigued you can just have a bit of extra boost to have some high calories on those days so those are kind of some of the best ones and some people also like variation you know it can be a bit boring sticking to the same calories every day so if you really want to go at a stretch then even just kind of adding in some variety can help you to stick to your deficit a little bit better obviously with everything there are some things to consider maybe some negatives not for everyone but for some people um one big one i would say is encouraging an all or nothing mindset this isn't for everyone um but say for example you decided that you were always going to have lower calories in the week and higher calories on the weekend fantastic more flexibility and everything along those lines but it might kind of lend you into that mindset of okay well it's the weekend so i'm not kind of worrying about my deficit anymore I don't care I'll just have whatever I want and maybe you end up going way way over even the higher calories that you've kind of allotted for yourself and it might lead you to kind of feeling like you're kind of on it on the weekdays and completely falling off on the weekday weekends which I think isn't a helpful attitude to have or a mindset to be in and it also then might be hard to catch up with yourself say instead of your 2500 on Saturday you had 3000 3500 you had way more than you normally do because you know it's a weekend and you don't really care about your diet anymore if you then try to average that out throughout the week then that's going to be really difficult and you're going to have to cut your calories quite a bit so I think that's one and that also leads to the other big thing to consider is making sure that you're not under eating and I think there's two parts to this so the first one is that you are making sure that you're not cutting your calories by a really significant amount on any one day so say for example you had you picked one day where you wanted 500 extra calories I personally would not suggest to cut down another day by 500 calories. I would say, why don't you have five days of 100 calories less or something along those lines or even two days of 250 calories less rather than one day where you've slashed your calories by 500 because that's quite a lot in one day. So that's kind of the first side of it. And the second is it depends where your, your dieting calories are. If I'm using the example of eating 2000 calories a day and of course everyone else's kind of requirements of their calories is different but you still have quite a bit of flexibility to bring down calories by 100 or 200 calories without significantly under eating 
say someone is at the end of a dieting phase say they weren't starting on particularly high calories to even start with and they're sitting around 1600 1500 calories if they wanted to do some calorie cycling and reduce by 100 200 300 calories on any particular day you may end up finding yourself really under eating which obviously isn't going to be helpful for your performance it's not going to be helpful you for your recovery a big thing is appetite as well um, if you have a day of significantly low calories you may find that a day or so after you are insatiably hungry and you end up going way over even your higher calories which obviously defeats the point of using calorie cycling to try and stay within a deficit so making sure that you're not under eating and also just in general for your health you don't want to be under eating your focus probably isn't going to be so good so if you're working or studying that's not going to be helpful and uh, you may find that your energy really dips so things like getting in your steps is going to be harder so I think I would use it with care I'm more likely to suggest doing this for someone who is on higher calories and lower calories but it is a really useful tool as you can see so it just is either right for you or, or wrong for you and some people get on with it so well some people really really don't and that's fine you don't have to do calorie cycling it's not a magical tool in in terms of if you do calorie cycling you're going to lose way more fat than if you're just in a normal calorie deficit eating the same every day but it's just for some people it's going to allow them to stick to that weekly average deficit a lot easier than others so that is calorie cycling second thing I want to talk about is diet breaks so I would define that as having some time at maintenance so uh, say for example someone had been dieting for about 12 weeks and they they still had a little bit to go they're at a high body fat percentage and they wanted to carry on afterwards maybe they have a week at maintenance and then they jump back into their deficit so that's what I would suggest and I think um, a lot of people are hesitant to do this because they think well you know why would I want to gain back all the fat that I've just lost but one really important thing to remember is it doesn't go deficit then straight into surplus you have this big cushiony range of maintenance in the middle so the idea is that you just sit in that and you've maintained the fat loss that you've had maybe your weight might increase because obviously you've got more food inside of you but you're not going to be gain if you're just going to maintenance you are not going to be gaining back the fat that you have lost um so obviously some positives of that is that it can help you going with the deficit over time um because you know we do get hungry and fatigued and just a bit mentally worn out after a while of eating in a deficit essentially you're not having quite as many calories as your body needs and that's why you end up losing fat so it can be tough to continue and especially if you are someone that's having to do a pretty long fat loss phase um you know it's obviously going to be helpful for you to have a bit of a break collect yourself have a bit more freedom with the food take the pressure off a bit and then go into your diet again and ready to continue so it really helps with that um also just in terms of having more freedom say you were going to go on holiday for a week or you had celebrations for a week it's really nice to be able to have a diet break for that so for example a lot of my clients that are dieting over winter had a diet break over christmas just enjoyed themselves and then got back into it afterwards so it does give you more freedom without having to completely sack off the rest of the fat loss phase it's just a little pause and then you can carry on um also there have been some studies that suggest that if you use things like diet breaks and refeeds which I'll talk about um, in a minute is they, they seem to say that if you are losing then you are also losing more fat mass than just fat free mass if you are incorporating these things like diet breaks and refeed days essentially having some higher days or higher weeks within your dieting phase so what that means essentially we have fat mass which is obviously what we want to lose we want to lose fat um, and then we also have fat free mass so things like muscle mass bone density etc which we obviously want to preserve so this is why I'll always refer to it as fat loss you will never hear me talking about weight loss unless I'm specifically talking about someone's weight has gone down because their weight could shoot down but if they've lost majority fat free mass and actually still holding on to the, a lot 
lot of their fat mass, that's not really going to be what you want, is it? So we want to be losing more fat mass and preserving as much fat-free mass as possible, like muscle and stuff. And obviously there's other things that you can do to do that in terms of, you know, sufficient protein intake, continuing to train in the same way, etc. And maybe that's something for another podcast. But supposedly having some diet breaks occasionally or refeed days can help with making sure that the la- a larger proportion of what is lost is actually fat mass. And obviously you have to always take studies with a pinch of salt and that's based off comparing a group of people um, and their results. Obviously some people have done a diet break, some people haven't um, and genetics and things does come into play, but it's not going to hurt. So that's kind of some real positives of doing a diet break. Um, but obviously there are some negatives as well. It doesn't work for everyone. I would say that as well, timeline makes sense for this one if you're doing a four week mini cut it really doesn't make sense for you to be having a week-long diet break you could but then you know you don't really need one at that stage however say someone was doing like a 12 week 16 week or even you know a six month deficit if they needed to lose that fat for health reasons or something then obviously having a week or two of a diet break can be really really helpful for that so I think it does depend on what your cut actually looks like and how you're feeling um but yeah some negatives might be that you feel like you're losing momentum and find it hard to carry on the diet after you know some people push and push and push and they're fine as they carry on and it kind of links to what I said about the calorie cycling as well some people struggle to actually have the higher days because they almost they need to keep going and they need to feel like they're putting in the effort to have that drive so then having a week maintenance even though they might still be training they might still be doing some form of steps and they are still tracking their food maybe um it kind of makes them feel like they've lost some momentum with it and they find it really really hard to get back into that dieting mindset and keep going with the motivation of it so for some people it can be quite difficult to carry on after a diet break um another thing that i would say aside from what i said earlier in terms of you probably don't really need one if you're doing a very short dieting phase um is that it might be hard to kind of see an understand fluctuations for some people and I think this can be overcome really easily with knowledge so what I mean by that is say someone's done a dieting phase and their waist is and their weight is a certain amount then they do their diet break for a week and then their waist and their weight has gone up well of course it has you've got more food in you you've had a whole week eating several hundred calories more per day than previously have you gained back all the fat you've lost no as i said before if you're literally just moving out of a deficit to maintenance you're not going to be gaining back that fat but the way i like to think of it is when you are tracking your food you weigh it out on a scale and you're like 50 grams of this 100 grams of this etc then you put it into your body it doesn't suddenly not weigh anything when it's in your body it's still going to weigh an amount and uh, and potentially even more if you're going to hold on to a bit more water as well especially if you're having a larger proportion of these calories from carbs so it is going to cause an increase you're probably going to feel a bit more full which will probably account for the slight increase in waist measurement and again this doesn't always happen some people find they have a diet break and actually end up losing more um and there could be several arguments as to why that might be but yeah if you have these fluctuations then it's kind of expected you've had more food than you've had in the last couple of weeks so of course there's going to be some form of difference um so as long as you understand that it's not really a barrier to doing it but if you're very kind of focused on um the measurements and the weight and you can't really get your head around that then that might present a challenge for some people as well but to be honest as long as it's not a very shortcut i don't really think there's any real downsides um physiologically at least in terms of not well incorporating a diet break and and having that little break within your deficit but I think it's more on the mindset side of things that people tend to struggle um so another one that we want to talk about is refeed days so essentially kind of like a more shortened version of a diet break I would 
define it as occasional days of higher food um, and people take this to different extremes it could just be a day at maintenance or two days at maintenance some people take it as far as to go into a small surplus for that particular day but obviously over the week it ends up as maybe still a deficit or potentially maintenance so essentially just having more food but not necessarily for a whole week maybe just for like a day here or there it's a bit more sporadic so some positives of that would be adherence obviously sometimes as I said before a lot of the positives and negatives for these different things are quite similar um you know sometimes you just need a day off and you need a bit more food maybe you're lacking in energy maybe you've been a bit more hungry and sometimes actually just having one day of um you know a couple of hundred extra calories can fix that and then you feel ready to carry on and that's all you need so you might feel that you don't actually need a full-on diet break and you don't want to lose that momentum but maybe just having a day off can be helpful for you um, and then leading to, on from that is kind of it can help with the sleep and recovery and performance potentially as well if, you, if that is what your body needs it just needs a little bit more food for a day or two and then it's fine to carry on then that can be obviously really beneficial but some negatives that I would say about refeed days or potential negatives for some people is that it can lead to a bit of a cheat day mentality is what I call it if it's not structured so as I said sometimes you'd be really structured and you say okay I'm gonna have an extra 500 calories on this particular day I can have it of what I want but I will still hit my protein have my fruit and veg etc some people go right this is my refeed day I'm gonna eat whatever the hell I want and eat till I literally feel sick because obviously if you've been dieting for a while if you're on lower calories you're going to be a bit more susceptible to wanting to face plant all the yummy hyperpalatable food and by hyperpalatable I mean just food that tastes really really good and that you could just continue eating it and you don't really necessarily get the same sense of fullness as you would from maybe like just like a whole foods kind of meal so nothing wrong with them um but my example would be someone just going absolutely mad trying to eat like the rocks cheat day having a whole pack of donuts having a whole I don't know family lasagna to themselves and just going absolutely mad and maybe that is kind of one extreme but for some people it really does lead them into this negative cycle of kind of keeping going keeping going and punishing themselves until they get this magical cheat day then feeling absolutely horrific from the cheat day and it's the guilt from that that leads them to power on with their dieting phase which I don't think is necessarily the right way to go about it so if you do do it in a structured way then that's fine and you can probably avoid that if you're aware of it but for some people they do fall into this kind of cheat day mentality and obviously I think that does more harm than good and you can see why um, another potential negative is that it may take you out of the deficit for that week like I said sometimes you end up having one or two days of maintenance some people take it into a surplus if it's enough of a surplus then for that week or for that two weeks depending on how you're doing it you're probably going to end up at maintenance rather than in a deficit and that's fine if you're happy to do that but I would argue that if you're going to end up at maintenance then you might as well have just done a diet break and been at maintenance for the whole week had a proper break had proper recovery time and then go back into it so it's not the end of the world it just means that you've been at maintenance for a week but I think as I said if, if you're going to be at maintenance in my opinion you might as well have a whole week off as a diet break and also it can be potentially hard to know when to implement refeed days which obviously if you've got a coach you don't have to be in charge of that but if you are training yourself then you have to make some of these calls which can be quite difficult to do especially when you're hungry and tired and you know you want to be feeling good in a cut of course you don't want to feel like you're struggling through the whole thing but it is natural to occasionally have days where you're a bit more hungry and a bit more tired you are eating in a deficit of course you're going to feel like that to some extent you don't want it to be unmanageable you don't want it to be extreme and it probably won't be every day but you will have times where you feel like that and I think if every single time you feel a little bit hungry or a little bit more tired you're like right I need a refeed day 
then you can end up really slowing down your progress so yes listen to your body but I think for some people it can be difficult to understand what is normal and what is and kind of expected in in a dieting phase and when you actually do need to implement a refeed day so that can be quite difficult and I mean worse that happens is you end up having more refeed days than you need and maybe it takes a bit longer to have the fat loss you want so it's not really the end of the world but it can be negative if we're looking for some negatives for some people so those are kind of three things that I think you can really use as fat loss strategies to help you stick to your cut we've got the calorie cycling which is a bit more of like a permanent thing that you could implement weekly if you wanted to I obviously wouldn't implement diet breaks and refeed days every single week Um, but then you've got the diet breaks when you need them and you've got the refeed days for when you need them as well so if you are in a dieting phase or considering doing one soon then these are good things to think about some of them you may try and think right that was an absolute train wreck for me it didn't work well and some of these negatives that I've been talking about you recognize in your own behaviors some things may really kind of flick the switch for you and make it so much easier like I think calorie cycling is one of those marmite things some people absolutely do not get on with it and for some people like myself it absolutely changes the game so it just depends but I think they're worth a try and if you are struggling to stick to your deficit then maybe take a look at these maybe you are overdue a diet break or you're overdue a refeed day or you should try calorie cycling they might actually really really help you out so thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope it was helpful and I will see you next time Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'll be back with another episode next Monday. Please remember to subscribe to it and like it if you enjoyed and want to make sure that you don't miss another episode. And remember to follow me on my social media channels. I will leave the link to all of them in the description.